0: It's Tuesday, February 24th, 2009. Obama reverses Bush policy and China and India play along. California is drying up. And talk about disappearing credit. I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyen.
0: And this is your Green News Report. Soaking up the sun, California is doing exactly that this week. Desi Doyen, Kick it off with the headlines.
1: Uh, well, more than 140 countries, including the United States, have agreed to negotiate what is a legally binding treaty that will regulate and phase out the use of mercury. Now, this was at a UN meeting of environmental ministers in Nairobi last week. Now, what's big about this is that once the Obama administration said it was going to embrace the idea of negotiating this treaty, in other words, reversing the course set by the Bush administration, China, India, and other nations then agreed to participate in the goal of this mandatory treaty. Now,
0: I recall back with the Kyoto treaties that uh, one of the reasons that Bush gave for not signing on to it is that China and India were not interested. Exactly. But here in this Mercury Treaty, they are interested. Yes,
1: they are. Basically, Obama said, you know, we will do this. We are interested in the goals of this treaty. It will take time to negotiate. It has not been established yet. But all of these countries, including China and India, said, okay, we agree. We are going to sign on to negotiate
0: this treaty which
1: should be completed by 2013.
0: And what about Kyoto?
1: Well, this is going to be one of those things that would replace Kyoto which is now which is going to be no longer in effect after 2012. So there's a meeting in Copenhagen in December which is going to be the beginning of negotiations for the next phase of Kyoto. So
0: for all that stuff that the Bush administration said, "Oh, we can't do it because the rest of the world is not signing on to it." Had they just indicated that maybe they would and worked with these other countries, Maybe they would have signed on.
1: Like with leadership? Yes. Once the U.S. established that they were going to lead the way on this, China and India followed along.
0: What a pleasant surprise. Isn't that neat? That is neat.
1: uh, Yeah, so anyway, moving on, though. The uh, California state water officials, and I'm I'm sure most people have heard about this, have announced and asked all Californians to immediately cut 20% of their water use in the face of this long-running drought. And they say that, you know, if we don't, we could have this drought be the next serious hit to the California economy. Um, And on top of that, federal water managers last week announced a plan that they're going to have to cut off water to thousands of California farms because of the drought. Now, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation manages federal water supplies, and they're going to have to completely stop surface water deliveries, that's a very specific kind of water, mm. for at least three weeks. And this is the first time they've had to do this since 1992, which was the California's last major drought. Now, they say that the recent rains that we've had have been great, wonderful, but are not enough to make up for the deficit in our state reservoirs. Like Lake Shasta, for example, is now only 35% full.
0: So now, are the, the feds are allowed to come in and determine how much water goes to state Farms?
1: No, these are two separate systems. There's right. a federal water management system that has to do with, you know, mountain streams and rivers and dams and reservoirs, and there's also a separately managed state water system, and that deals with, you know, reservoirs and uh, the canals and things like that. So these are two separate systems, and they're both announcing separately that Californians need to, one, conserve 20% immediately, mm-hmm. and also the State Department of Water Resources, uh, the official there said that they expect that all of the cities in the California will have to impose mandatory rationing programs by summer.
0: And when the feds come in and cut off water, this is go- they're cutting off water to who? To farms? To the, the farmers,
1: farmers, yes. Farmers get 80% of their water supply from the federally managed system. Now, farmers are saying that they're going to have to change the kind of crops that they use, like, mm. you know, low value crops that take a lot of water, like cotton. They don't get a lot of money for it. They're going to have to start using well water, which is more expensive. And because that's more expensive, it could cause a hike in food prices. And they may also have to lay off workers in the Central Valley region, which is very fertile, but also very arid, of course. The population of the state, by the way, since 1992 has grown nine million, and we have not really increased or changed any of our water management policies. Is the, the uh, is
0: is the increase in population contributing more to the lack of water, or is it the drought, or both? I think it's both. both.
1: It's both. I got gotcha. you. So anyway, moving on. This is something a little silly. Now, in the face of the completely unrelated, developing, degrading consumer credit industry yeah. in this global financial crisis, now one credit card company has offered a new card that literally bio. Degrades in a landfill conditions. The
0: card itself. The card
1: itself. It's made of a new. uh, It's from Discover Financial Services, the people who make the Discover card. They announced in a press release that the card is made from a new type of biodegradable PVC. Will it
0: melt in your uh, pocket? Will it melt in
1: your mouth and not in your hand? No, no. Actually, what it has to do is be exposed to general landfill conditions like soil and water and air, and then it will actually fall apart and be absorbed.
0: Oh, how thoughtful of it! Isn't that neat? That is neat. Do
1: we have time for one more? We do,
0: if you do it quick.
1: Okay. The international energy giant BP, British. Petroleum has agreed to pay nearly $180 million to settle a case after a refinery explosion four years ago that killed 15 people. Basically, regulators said, first of all, they violated the Clean Air Act and made them pay a $50 million fine in violations for the refinery blast itself, and since then, further investigations have revealed that the company has not obeyed its agreement to create and monitor emissions around the town of Texas City, so now they have to pay an additional $161 million, but only 12 12 million if that goes to fines the rest goes to buy new equipment to control emissions
0: read about that and much more at greennews.bradblog.com got a question got a comment got a complaint send it to greennews at bradblog.com i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan and we'll see you next time on the green news report